0: Moika, Hey! Welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast, Mastering Finland. Finland. I'm Jean and I'm from California. I'm Petra and I'm from the Czech Republic. We're here to chat about our life in Finland. hey hi everyone welcome back to our podcast today we have a guest here with us her name is saswati but i call her saucy or her friends call her Sasi. And she and I met while we were studying at the University of Uvascula in the master's degree program for education. So Saswati, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. So Saswati, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from and when did you come here?
1: So I am from India and more specifically from New Delhi. That's Mm -hmm. where I grew up. I came to Finland in 2017, August. So I've been here ever since then
0: Okay, so it's been... This is your third year here? Yes Yeah This is my third year Okay, yes. alright So how did you hear um, about Finland? Or how did you come to know about Finland? And what made you want to come here? hmm so So before I came to Finland,
1: I was actually working as a teacher for three years. And uh, out of the three years, one year I worked in a private school in India. So the place where I worked, the leadership team happened to visit Finland and visit the schools here. And they had quite a lot to talk about when they got back to us. So that was how I was introduced to Finland in a way that there's a lot of opportunity to learn from. But as far as studies are concerned, I was also at a part of my career where I wanted to just pause everything and get back to education like Mm -hmm. studies per se and then uh, continue with my career so that's when I decided to make the transition and started applying to different universities for courses and masters.
0: Okay so you wanted to find a way to develop yourself as an educator more which was the same for me too I wanted Mm -hmm. to grow as an as a teacher and just to see what else I could offer as a teacher in my field. So what was your first impression of Finland when you got here?
1: My first impression was, I would say, it took me a while to get used to everything about Finland because the primary reason is I had never lived away from India before, although I have lived away from home for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But culturally, I felt like this place was a lot different and even demographically you know like how the number of people are so less and yeah you know the importance given to personal space and all of that like yeah. it was suddenly like okay i'm breathing fresh air a little bit too much <laughs> yeah. what what is
0: that smell
1: yeah. why isn't why why, does it smell well, so where's from? the pollution
0: <laughs> why is everything so fresh <laughs> it is so fresh here that's and true
1: just the amount of trees like i feel like you is a lot more different than any other city in finland where at least the slightly more crowded ones like especially if you go to Helsinki it's like in the any, south. yeah it's like any other capital city but yeah. Vascular is like a perfect balance between the nature as well as basic city life
0: yeah so yeah. i
1: kind of found that a bit difficult in the beginning to you know get used to it and to get onto a bus and have a guaranteed seat and you know have <laughs> 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 been so used to like hanging literally from the buses you know at, at uh, like office rush hours you <laughs> So yeah, cool man. yeah. It was um, quite different back home, to be honest. It's a huge contrast. It's a huge contrast. And then, okay, that's a very small thing. But then, like, when you move to a new place, you're also anxious about how the environment would be, how people would be. And especially, I had no idea about Finnish as a language. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, like, difficult in the first couple of uh, weeks, I would say. But the solace I found was in the group that I was with at that time. Like, we were in our uh, Finnish course.
0: Oh, that's right. You guys came a month earlier. A month earlier. the course started in August. Yes, yes. so that finished course
1: really gave us a lot of, uh, I would say, insight into the culture and the language. Mm -hmm. And the smaller groups that we had and even the tutors that we had from the university, at least I had uh, really good uh, tutors and I found great friends in them as well. So that started off really well.
0: Yeah. And tutors are people, for those of you who don't know, are people who are assigned to help incoming students yes to yes. like settle into life there with all the practical things exactly
1: all the practical things and also because we don't know the language and of course most of them, them don't <laughs> know it either yeah like yeah. they also figured their life around uh things here on their own but it's always le- better to learn through experience exactly
0: know? and yeah i think that's why the foreign community the international community is so important because yeah there is very little known about finland other than what is on the news which is what like of santa claus Yeah know you know yeah. and like education because they're Absolutely. in the news and mm-hmm. um at least in the education field they're very well known
1: that's true that's true and also like later when I realized the role of an international tutor I did that myself the yeah. following year yeah and that was also quite insightful like how I could give through my um, experiences yes and, yes yeah. yeah
0: it's it's yeah. so important to share what yes. we have learned because it's we're a great resource for each other. Yeah. So how was your transition into life in Finland? Um, I guess so. You mentioned it's it was such a huge contrast. Yes, but I guess the the day to day, how did you find it? Day
1: to day, I feel like in the beginning, because you're not so close to the university and your course per se, it's not something that uh, welcomes you. But in the beginning, it's more like these kind of language courses, and you know, when you're making your own social little social circle, those kind of things kind of welcome you to a new country, and then right. eventually the transition towards studies. And so on was also very different. Like, I am used to a very tightly scheduled. Curriculum and yeah. you know, with very strong like you know, do or die situation when it comes to like submitting assignments
0: and so on. Right, right. There and, is no like wiggle room yeah, for you to like no have an opinion of you know like no.
1: So it was really refreshing to see there's uh, or feel the academic transition here, considering how much of freedom you have and autonomy you have as a student as well. Right. So I felt like there was a lot of time for me to you know reflect and think yes. about my choices particularly yes. even in courses that you take here. Yeah, yeah so that was new and refreshing
0: that's so yeah. true and i completely agree and i just felt like there was more freedom and like room to breathe yes and just really enjoy the academic experience yes. and really delve into the learning process yeah yeah they really allow you to own the learning process yes,
1: yes. it's it's very personal and they give exactly. you that the benefit of the individual difference that there is so yeah
0: exactly yeah so did you experience any culture shock anything specific you remember I don't
1: remember anything
0: too specific but
1: there's one thing I remember that like here people are not very used to hugging each other (laughs) (laughs) I think this was mentioned also it's been yeah it's it's like well mine was a little different because there was a guy involved in the process and uh, I remember like we uh, hugged once and and he kind of wait like romantically not really romantically (laughs) like in my in my opinion, I would, I would hug all my guy friends, even back in India, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like the closest ones. Exactly. And so I, because we had known each other for quite a few months, uh, so I thought that maybe like I can, and we met like through friends. It wasn't like, uh, you know, through any particular channel. Like randomly, yeah. Yeah. So because we met that way, I felt like we were, we connected very well. And I just gave him a very, like a warm hug on a bad day sort of a thing. And then yeah. he kind of like, thought differently about it and and it was perceived very differently and I was like okay and eventually I had to kind of like break off our friendship because it was really taking it got that awkward it got really awkward Mm -hmm. and then I later realized that perhaps it was my fault as well that uh, since people here are not so open in terms of that and I feel like there is a kind of distance maintained even in friendship so mm-hmm. uh, even though you are the greatest of friends, that doesn't necessarily mean that you kind of need to have any kind of physical contact. Like I've never seen two guy friends hug each other here that much. Like, I, yeah,
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah. I don't think I've ever witnessed that. Yeah, I
1: haven't. And, and uh, so I feel like the way they express their mm-hmm. um, friendship towards another person is very different. So fair, yeah. that was a bit of a cultural shock for me. But yeah. apart from that, like getting acquainted with the culture got eased out for me because of my
0: Finnish family. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, So through the friendship program at the university where Finnish families can basically like quote unquote adopt Mm -hmm. a international student and just like, I guess, form a friendship with
1: them. Yeah. It's been three years now that I know them and uh, Mm. we still do a lot of things together and we are very close with each other. But in the beginning, uh, I remember it used to be like getting used to getting to know each other, cooking for them and doing like the pretty basic things that you would do for someone to get to know your culture yeah exactly and uh, I guess that led to like more and more things together and it was quite fun and then they were actually very different compared to other Finnish people here like Mm. I feel like they're super outgoing and Mm -hmm, super mm -hmm. talkative and I never really felt that, you know, people are kind of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> zombies. Yeah, like in a way that, you know, because a lot of my friends also keep talking about how less talkative people are here and you can't just strike a conversation with them. No. With anyone.
0: No, you can't just strike a
1: conversation. Yeah. yeah, they're like socially very reserved. So, right. So uh, I saw the complete opposite with them mm. and uh, that kind of made me feel that, okay, like there's still hope. There's <laughs> <laughs> still hope. You saw the light at the end of the yes, tunnel. <laughs> I did, and I think that eased out a lot. Yeah, for yeah. me. And I would imagine. So I'll tell you how it happened. Like I came here in August, and I got to know them already by the end of August. So my transition oh. wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it. They made it easier. They for made you. it easier. Like we would meet every other week to oh, like. Just, that's pretty often. Yeah, yeah. To hang that's out awesome. and so on. Yeah. And, Of course, like, over time, you just, uh, you get busy with studies and stuff. So things do get slightly more, um, I would say, scanty when it comes to, like, putting it in the whole um, schedule. But then, yeah, I mean, eventually, I realized that it's the relationship that you start with. And now I remember having a conversation with them that, you know, are you going to be uh, having any more uh, friendship, you know, friendship family? um (laughs) They're going to cheat on you. (laughs) Yeah, friendship family. uh (laughs) Are you going to participate again? Or yeah. have someone else. You're like, no, no, I think we're kind of stuck forever. And they, they had a very straight face with that. I'm like, okay, I, go, I should go on, hug them. <laughs> yeah, but we are at the hugging stage. So oh, I think
0: we're doing well. You took the relationship to the next level. The, yeah, I, I guess that's the highest it could get well maybe in this case yes yes but I guess yeah that's why you know you just can't generalize they are you know yeah, I guess jokes, the exception yeah jokes to the part, it's
1: like the family is this way that they are a husband and wife and they have like uh, two kids yeah and they are both teenagers and it also gave me like a huge insight on how teenagers lives are here you know like oh that's true yeah, yeah and how how they maybe same more different yeah so yeah, it yeah. was interesting like to see I kind of saw them transition into teenage life like Mm -hmm. one of them Mm -hmm. so it was interesting like how he he used to be like so cute and nice in the beginning and suddenly like started (laughs) slamming doors
0: so no (laughs) I feel like some traits we all share globally like you know yes it doesn't change it's it's just just the hormones which are the same so it it doesn't change exactly yeah yeah so what have you come to appreciate about the Finnish culture now that you have lived here you know several years
1: I think it's the scope that they give you to be yourself and Mm -hmm. the amount of acceptance you feel when you meet someone and when they kind of accept you and they uh, for example I would again go back to my Finnish family like how accepting they were of the person I am in Mm -hmm. general Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've always lived through this um, this pressure of living with or living according to somebody else's expectations so Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm.
0: felt interesting
1: yeah very refreshing refreshed here when I met them and even apart from that like as far as my colleagues are concerned and, and even the professors at the university I felt like they do give you a lot of personal space yeah, and grow yeah. within that space. Right,
0: yeah. So that yeah. is
1: something very new and very, I would say, filled with learning for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's that's so true. I always saw Finland as like a clean slate. I guess once you get to that relationship, yeah. you know, or open up that relationship with someone here, like you do feel accepted. Mm-hmm. And um, you just feel free here. And you, you feel like, yeah, that you could be yourself. Yeah. It's really hard to... Explain how we come to feel this way, but yeah. it is something about Finland where maybe it's the calmness and the serenity here, yeah,
1: and also perhaps the the less number of it's people. You know. it's true, it's, I mean it's, it's true. Yeah, it's I guess ingrained in there the,
0: Yeah, I really truly believe it's the environment that really has an effect on the culture that That's they have true. created, and and
1: also like there are few things that somehow came as a shock to me. Like for mm. example, I'm going back to the question. The you culture asked shock. Yeah, yeah. So where like. Like there's not much about having to communicate with neighbors here. If you've noticed. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I mean, I come from a country where having neighbors and being with neighbors and celebrating with Mm -hmm. them is a big thing. Like Mm -hmm. you would Mm -hmm. see them every other day greeting you, you know, sharing something new they've cooked or something like that. Yeah. And it's something like bringing or making a community. Well, I don't know, maybe it's because they are a lot more individualistic and and free in in that sense and that's why they are like okay, I'm going to do my bit, they will do exactly. their bit and although they are together but they may not seem like a community. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's a bit of different experience it's different. like for, for example, if I moved to a different city in India and I had my neighbors, I would like go knocking on their door. I don't know, have a pack of cookies or biscuits yeah, with me and be like, hey, yeah. let's have tea. Yeah. You know, let's get to know each other. And yeah. they would be very welcoming. Yeah, yeah. Even if you didn't know them. Even if you didn't know yeah. them. So I feel like that was missing here. And I felt a bit awkward when I tried to talk to my neighbor for the first time and he was like, okay,
0: this <laughs> is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. He probably started looking through his peephole every time. Like, is that girl out there? That crazy girl? Okay, stop. okay. I don't mind missing this bus. <laughs> <laughs> he plans his schedule around yeah. whether he sees you or not. But no, there is um, the idea that Finnish people will truly like look through their people before yeah. leaving the house to make yeah. sure no one else is in the hallway because yeah. they don't want the... Awkwardness of having to small talk, but they don't want to small talk they don't here. Want to. They yeah. just don't want to be in the same area and be in silence. Yes. You know, like they'd yes. rather avoid that at yeah. all costs. Yeah. I guess we kind of touched on your struggles, but mm. um, in addition to having a hard time building a sense of community, or maybe initially once you yeah. came here, is there anything else that comes to mind in terms of? The difficulties you face here?
1: Um. Apart from that, really not much. Like, of course, like you do get a lot of unwanted attention when you are at a place, for example, in a room filled with just uh, Finnish people. Or, oh, really? Yeah, c- quite often, like. That's uh, true. Yeah, I feel like although they are very accommodating in that way, that, you mm-hmm. know, if two people see that the third person is not Finnish and he-, he or she's not understanding what's being spoken about, they would like try to, you know, jump in. And about. Help. Yeah. So I felt like that. Is something that they want to do. In what situation do you mean? Like for example, since I work at the university now, yeah. I feel like quite often a lot of communication happens in Finnish, and right, in I that heard sense, that. Yes, in that sense, I need to quite often ask my colleagues to help me understand what is it about, or because like if you put a, an email through, you know, um, yeah. Google Translate, it may not give you the right meaning. So it's often slightly like difficult for me there,
0: yeah, because I do ignore a few emails emails as well because like, it's in Finnish I mean you don't yeah. ignore it intentionally it's just that yeah and, and how many times would you
1: keep going back and forth with that exactly but I kind of have a feeling like there could be scope of improvement over there considering the number of uh, international students increasing
0: yes um, and, and let me just um, tell our listeners that you were in a PhD program right now yes so I am by program. yeah by work yeah. that's what she means yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and uh, so I feel like that is something that can be improved upon, and yeah. apart from that, like when I was within an international community studying a master's degree program and in, with an international group, I guess the communication was a lot different.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they because they knew it was an international program, everything yeah. was, was was catered to yes, us and yes. it communicated in English. Yes,
1: but like within the university, when you're doing a doctoral studies, like I myself have been trying. Slightly harder to learn Finnish, and to of course I even if I do, I know that it can't be at a level where I use it as an official language. Right, right. Um, I would still continue working in English, but then I need to have, I want to have rather Finnish at a level where I can communicate at the very least. Yes, to kind of
0: integrate a little better within the community. Yeah. So that's interesting because another PhD student um, friend that I have, she mentioned the same thing that because everything is in Finnish Mm. with her. I guess, what are what are they called? Your colleagues? The research which, group. Oh yeah, or, the research group, yeah. which are primarily Finnish. Yes,
1: I'm the only international student.
0: Okay, in so when they communicate, group, yeah. it's always in Finnish. Yeah. So it kind yeah. of leaves you out. And yeah. maybe not intentionally so, That's and um, but it still kind of, in a way, separates you.
1: Yeah, it does. And quite often I feel that to also push for creating certain expectations like I remember I had to be very explicit mm. about certain things that you know like it's not really helping me process information within you know a group where they are constantly switching between English and Finnish because I'm all I'm understanding are the English bits right so you told them this. yes yes yeah. I had to communicate that and now people are a lot more mindful that if yeah. they start speaking in Finnish somebody yeah. else in the group nudges them that hey you okay. know like you yeah. better yeah, yeah. So yeah. in most cases, I'm the only one who mm-hmm. is not finished in the whole room. I see. So earlier, I used to feel very conscious about it. But then yeah. eventually, like I realized that at a bigger level, at a little more superficial level, I am also contributing into the work. So right. I am also an integral part of the yes, group. Yes. So, so I have convinced myself with that. And now I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah. But yeah because it's it's taken time but right. it does get you in the beginning
0: yeah moving on to something maybe not so fun to talk about but have you faced any racism in Finland personally?
1: it was unsettling in the beginning but mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad that you know I was card for life sort of a thing I've heard worse uh stories from yeah. people but it was just a very
0: basic worse stories happening in Finland or um, just in general happening in
1: Finland as well like, okay uh, but I guess all of them are pretty much on the same line so like mine also happened very very weirdly like I was out with another Indian friend of mine um in one of the the supermarkets here like we were just about to enter the supermarket and there was this kind of a square out outside of it and there was this old guy with a can of beer sitting there and he just screamed at us, like, "Hey, you brown girls, what are you doing here? Get out of my country!" Wait, in English? In English. Oh yes. my goodness. Yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been talking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wow, it's
0: pretty good finish." <laughs> no, no,
1: no. They didn't. Uh, he didn't speak that way. And the thing oh, is my that, goodness, there were people around him who did hear it. Yeah. Um, because it was a parking spot. Yeah. So there are people, you know, g- coming in and going out. Right. And um even after they heard him, they did like look back for a while, you know, out of like... Like what's going on. Yeah, curiosity. Like yeah. who said that? What's happening? So yeah. everything, but no one really comes to intervene. And in such situations, mm-hmm. I feel like I freeze. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do next mm-hmm. because quite often like people are, in retrospect, you think about it. I should have called right. the police or I should have you yeah. know, reported him or so Or on. said something back said at him. Said something back. But then you just freeze. Yeah. You just don't know yeah. what to do at that time because I, the immediate thing I had... In in my mind was that I am also someone who is new to the country right or I may not be new anymore but I am an outsider to the country like mm-hmm. even if I try to explain something what if it works against me right you know yeah what if he is Although he's drunk and he looks quite, I would say, <laughs> deranged. But <laughs> although uh-huh. he, he did seem that way. But yeah. like, what if he has he has more you know connections and it just works against me at that point right. of time. Yeah. And, and and what if he gathers like people and follows me later? I, I know, mean, it's like, a very
0: vulnerable of, position yeah, to and be you, in. These these are like the things, the
1: cha- trail of thoughts that come to your mind yeah. when such a thing happens. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just let this be mm-hmm. and I'll carry on with the with going to the supermarket. But then it does in retrospect if I think about it now it makes you doubt so many things or so many choices you've made that like you know did I come here to get put myself through this Mm -hmm. in the beginning like Mm -hmm. it does make you feel that way but Mm -hmm. then later when you start talking about it I feel the best way to deal with it Mm -hmm even if you don't report the guy, is yeah. to talk about it to your friends. That's true. Or even your colleagues who are Finnish. Yeah, yeah. I did speak about it to, like, my my colleagues, my supervisors, yeah. and I told them about it. And they were like, it is unfortunate that these incidents happen. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to know that you have our back. Yeah. Like, oh, that's... They said that. Yes. And, and it's that's like, so nice. my friends here, and, like, uh, my boyfriend, my yeah. parents, they have always told me that listen you have our back whenever you feel something like this yeah yeah and if you don't want to get into it it's your choice if mm-hmm. you don't want to report him that's your choice but yeah. if you ever want to talk about it
0: racism is just such an ugly ugly thing it is ugly and it's like you never know how deep it hurts you when yeah. it happens it's it's very personal it's, because yeah. it's nothing that we did to them it's just because of our physical appearance exactly that is you know rubbing exactly. them the wrong way
1: exactly and it, it could be many other ways i mean i'm trying to think of it from his perspective like what made him come out and scream all of a sudden that hey you know get back to your country sort of a thing and my friend who was with me at that point of time said that she had gone through something but not something as drastic as that like mm-hmm. someone screaming so him.
0: explicit like so
1: explicitly yeah and and it was it actually did not start that bad because he said hey hey he he was like calling out to you mm-hmm. and trying I, to get your attention yeah and I was like okay I thought maybe he's in tr- trouble is he like feeling sick should I, I like help him these are the things that came to me first yeah and that's when he started screaming and I was like
0: okay <laughs> yeah maybe is... I don't want to help yeah <laughs> I can't it, that is it's a very discouraging thing to feel yeah. especially when you are not in your home you know like yeah. you are still a guest here that's true and it's just unfortunate that these things happen
1: yeah and then the thing is that like later you don't know after a couple of days you feel like okay I should have reported him and if you go to the police and they'll be like okay who was this man can you describe
0: him I'll be like I have no I don't remember <laughs> they'll be like um that's like <laughs> half the population <laughs> you just I'm just kidding no 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 but, I do get it yeah you just but like you said you you deal with it by talking mm, to people yeah. about it both Finnish and you know yeah. the other international students
1: that, that does help you a lot when you're yeah. in a foreign country I feel that like being close to your own set of people and
0: it's so important system, yeah. yeah
1: it's yeah. very important and I always like whoever I am friends with I do tell them that I have like you know you have my ears Whenever yeah you want me to
0: hear you yeah. out
1: or listen to you want yeah. some advice just just feel free even if it's at 3 a.m.
0: at night yeah Petra my Mm co-host and I like we were talking about um, building a community Mm -hmm. and You just, here, you just have to build any community you can have. Yes. Like, before, when I first came here, I'm like, I'm going to try to, like, immerse myself into the local Mm -hmm. culture. And that is before I knew anything about the real realities of the social life here. I knew they were more reserved. But when you're actually living it, it's completely different. And, uh, yeah, so building a community is is key. And especially now with the whole, like, coronavirus thing Mm -hmm. that's happening that's true. And I'm Asian. And so like I'm always like, "Oh my gosh, do they think are exactly. they uh, when they look at me are yeah. they thinking immediately like coronavirus?" And yeah. I'm like, "I had a cold mm-hmm. the past like couple of weeks." People are probably like, "Um, you should go get checked." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. Um just coughing. And so Like I remember, I was on the bus on my way to work, and I just I had a cough attack, Mm -hmm. and but I was like trying to hold it in. Mm. I'm like so self conscious about stuff like that, racism, and
1: that's something I would point out. It does make you self conscious. It really does. You're like, oh my gosh,
0: are they like, what are they thinking right now? Like, um, should what should I be doing? You know, like you just start getting your head.
1: Even now, when I'm traveling at a little late at night, like coming back home or something, and I see like a an old man, probably drunk, looking at me and smiling I'm like
0: okay I don't want to look at <laughs> you're triggered person. you're yes. like this is happened yes. before it, it
1: does scar you in a certain way it may not be that bad but it does bring you some no, for sure. Unpleasant memories. So. Definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. On to more fun things mm-hmm. <laughs> in the social <laughs> culture of things here. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you did mention that you have a boyfriend. Yeah. I like how you like snuck that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought smooth. Uh, yeah, well <laughs> Yeah. It's and, been a while so I I thought <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And he is Finnish. Yes. Right? He is Finnish. Um so how how is it, just in general, how is it to date a Finnish guy?
1: I actually what, how it started between us was very, I would say, uh, different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we met through online dating mm-hmm. and then we started talking like I think one year ago once. Okay. Like at, at some point. And yeah. then for some reason, because you know how online dating can be so frustrating and like it's, it's oh, annoying yeah, and challenging. Yeah. And, and you just want to <laughs> get off it as soon as you get on it. So <laughs> uh, that is so true. Yeah. And I, I just, I was at a point where I was like going through that phase when I'd met a a few people and they're like no we just wanted to see how it feels to like date a non finnish girl like a finnish guy had told me that That, okay yeah and i'm like that's disgusting it feels so like it feels like again you know that objectification part of things right it just feel that feels that way and i'm like feels so
0: shallow like you're just
1: yeah this is not what i want so i just then something like that would happen and I'd be like okay I don't want to date anymore so I would just get off the app so we did start talking like for a few maybe days yeah if I remember correctly. And then I decided to get off the app and I never really reconnected with him. So mm-hmm. we just stopped talking and there, were, there was like months of silence in, in the middle. Mm-hmm. After that, we again started talking like the following, I would say, autumn. Yeah. So there was this whole summer, springtime that we had no, no clue. contact. Yeah, no contact. Mm-hmm. And then once we started talking at that time, then this time like things got a lot like... I would say, clearer. Mm-hmm. And we would we, decide, we realized that, yeah, we do have a lot of, like, if not interests, like, we do have quite a few interests in common, but then we do have a lot of, like, mindsets in common. Mm-hmm. So it was very mm-hmm. interesting to, like... That's- see that how someone else looks at certain something similar to your perspective and how much you can learn from looking it through his perspective as well Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it was very interesting that way and then we spoke for almost a month and I was also again going through that phase where I'm like okay I don't want to date anymore because I went through some something similar that I mentioned to you earlier yeah again with someone else and I was like no
0: this is it It it's just discouraging this is it it's discouraging
1: and I was again like I kept postponing to to see him, yeah, um, and he got really annoyed. He was like he told me after he met me that hey, i was this close to removing your contact from facebook oh, no. so we started talking on facebook yeah. so like this this close to removing your contact mm-hmm. like i and i understand how frustrating it could be that you know you're looking you're you think that your conversations are going so well and you you're looking forward to meet someone and that person is constantly pushing you back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, then we decided to meet one mm-hmm. day and then we went Yay. out for coffee finally yeah. Yeah. but i was like uh, that before that the there was this dramatic thing where I, I was like, okay, I'm going to make a phone call and I'm going to tell him that what I'm going through and what's going on in my mind right now. That In, in terms fact,
0: of your relationship with yeah, him.
1: In in terms of my relationship with him and yeah. in terms of what I've had uh, been facing before. Right. So in case I react or I cry or say whatever, act up, he knows what's going on right. at the back. And, you know, he has the context. Yeah. So I, we had a little, like, um, sappy <laughs> call and I'm like, <laughs> before we met and then uh, we met finally and before we knew it like i met him somewhat like around 435 in the evening yeah. and we were literally kicked out of the coffee coffee shop like we oh, sat it was and was one spoke. of
0: those days yeah. like it just flowed so yes, smoothly the yes. conversation and everything exactly
1: but again like i realized then that i ha- i'm so awkward with people like earlier i used to always be super <laughs> socially active and uh-huh. i still feel i am but uh-huh. then that day i don't know what happened i, I really wanted to give him a hug uh-huh. but then <laughs> before <laughs> you were you brought flashbacks <laughs> yeah, before before i could <laughs> hug him he was like okay man <laughs> 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 and, and I see this guy cycling away from me. I'm like, did I scare him up so much? Like, <laughs> what weird. is this? And then the next day we went out on a drive and then things just like everything yeah. else is history. The rest so. is history.
0: Yeah. So. What Did you have any like, you know, cultural clashes that you've experienced um, together? Well, yes. Well, something that he told me uh, some
1: in the beginning was that when he saw so much of like initiative and immersive, like... Uh, tendencies from my side towards uh, this relationship, mm-hmm. he kind of felt a bit weird, like you know, because I, f- what I at least understood from the people here that they don't dive in so much in the beginning, right?
0: They kind of like um,
1: test the waters, test the waters with
0: their toes. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes,
1: you, you don't put your whole hand in your no, whole no. toe in, <laughs> so no. you just touch it with your you toe. So, <laughs> but in my opinion, um, how my way of life is that I do yeah. I do need to have an immersive experience, otherwise. I don't make meaning of it. And that's essentially why I just jumped in. And you I'm don't like,
0: want to waste your time. Yeah. It, there also just comes a point in yeah. your life, I think. We're I kind guess. of at like the same point. Maybe if we were younger, you know, and we just like <laughs> dating around yeah, or whatever. That is true. But I think the mindset just changes...
1: And for me, I never even when I was younger, Jean, yeah. I was never of that mindset where I would be like, okay, let's test the waters. Around. I was like, yeah. okay, if I like this guy, I yeah. would see where right. things go. And,
0: yeah.
1: And to me, I would be like, uh, you know, whole and in soul into it. So I, soul. <laughs> yeah. So that we both decided that, and, and in the beginning, it was a bit weird for him, but yeah. then we did like work it out. We yeah. did like talk about it. One key thing between us is our communication. We just talk about everything.
0: That is key. Yes, and that's, that's good that's yeah, awesome that's
1: key and that's something that I always appreciate yeah, that yeah. we are super open with each other yeah. we, even if it's the slightest of the things that bothers me about him I bring it up yeah. for example okay yeah. I hope I'm not dragging this too much but for example he's told me one thing that Finnish men in general like mm-hmm. if, they ha- if they are in a relationship and they are out with their significant others mm-hmm. perhaps like you know in the grocery store or something yeah. they would if that friend knows Uh, Yuka so Yuka is my (laughs) boyfriend's Mm -hmm. name so if that friend knows Yuka for Mm -hmm. example he would uh, talk to Yuka but not as much as talking talk to me you know that's something weird in the beginning like I noticed that when he introduced me to some of the people he knew may not be his closest friends but like some of his random acquaintances they would not be so interestedly talking to me they're
0: just talking to him
1: yeah they're mostly talking to him but but of course they acknowledge my presence Right. yeah and, and I was like this is not something that I have experienced before yeah
0: but but this is when you meet them randomly or when you are intentionally hanging out okay randomly randomly. okay I think intentionally when you're hanging
1: out they are a lot more concerned about like making you feel a part of the group and and I feel that is very nice like I've had very good experiences otherwise, but Mm -hmm. this is one thing that I've noticed. That's
0: so interesting. It is very interesting. I mean, I would feel so awkward. Like, oh, okay, I guess I don't exist anymore. (laughs) Like, I did my part. I said, hi. I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah, but it was nice, actually. It wasn't that bad. Like, someone really shuts you off. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just so much to say in Mm. terms of, like, the dating culture here. Because we we are going to have a separate episode for that. Honestly, I feel like we could have 10 episodes <laughs> with all the things that you 10 episodes and I... with Jean alone. <laughs> yeah. about so, so totally. <laughs> like, guys, just clear your schedules because <laughs> Jean is coming <laughs> with her. I'm going to hit you with some... Yeah, I episodes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, hilarious. Um. So so you are now in a Ph.D. program, yes. as we mentioned before. Yes. So how did it happen that you transitioned or like you started in a master's degree program yeah. and then you um, kind of like smoothly transitioned into yes. the Ph.D. program? How did that happen?
1: So I'll just like walk you through how the whole thing worked. Yes. So basically, I was exploring my options, Mm -hmm. and I had already started thinking about what to do after my master's. So summer of two thousand eighteen, I started thinking that okay. what part of things should I start exploring? Like, should I start exploring working in the developmental sector Mm -hmm. or education Mm -hmm. or like research or academia? What is it? Right. So that's when I decided that, okay, let's try to do this internship Mm -hmm. and see how things go from there. So Mm -hmm. I was still like, as we spoke about testing the waters
0: mm-hmm. so uh
1: through the university's website and I started like searching if they have something going on because I remember hearing a lot about like cooperations and projects that they with the in, university yes mm-hmm. uh, in cooperation with other uh, uh NGOs and so mm-hmm. on so I was looking for something like that and I stumbled upon this particular project which has to do with uh, teacher stress and how they interact in the classroom and so on within um... like Finland within yeah so I that's when I I said, okay, this is something that I was interested in. Um, one of my uh, like topics was um, mental health of teachers mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. that gets affected. That's
0: so important. Yeah, yeah, that
1: is. And their mental well-being and so on and psychological mm-hmm. well-being rather. Yeah. How that gets affected uh, as, as and when they are progressing in their careers. Mm-hmm. So um, I felt like this was something close to that. Mm-hmm and I got in touch and then we with spoke the, about with the education department with the education yeah, department. with the uh, department of teacher education here at okay. the university so mm-hmm. I uh, started working as an intern in their project.
0: Okay, um, and this is after you finished writing your thesis. No, 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 no.
1: This is when we were at the planning stage, like writing my research proposal. Oh. So uh, that was then when I decided because you know in the summer people go back home and they decide to collect data. data and I was still thinking what to do. Mm-hmm. Like should I go back home and collect data about like something that I was very vaguely interested in, or should I just like de- you know deep dive into this and see how this you know pans out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we started with an internship. That's when I actually learned a very new thing uh, called eye tracking. I had no idea what eye tracking was mm-hmm. before that, and they were looking for someone to figure out how to like uh, analyze the data and code the data and so on. So I was like, okay, let's let's, let's learn something new this summer. Yeah, <laughs> and I learned that. So you stayed back. You did I not go back. back No, to I didn't yeah? go home. Yeah. No, I stayed back that summer and I learned it. And uh, that's when I found it really interesting. So mm. we spoke about how this experience can be converted into a thesis mm-hmm. so that's when like I decided on working
0: oh, on a master's how- thesis I and then
1: as we got went along, and we saw that like I was working with the data pretty well, mm-hmm. I spoke about like is would there be an opportunity to take this forward into a PhD? And, yeah. And earlier, basically, my supervisors did ask me that you know, am I interested in an academic career uh-huh. or am I working towards it? I was like, I'm not so sure yet, but we could talk about it later mm-hmm. because I was still of the opinion that I wanted to go home, and mm-hmm. you know, after graduating yes, after from, from the graduating. master's program, exactly. So I was I wanted to do that but then when she spoke to me and she told me that you know that, that I've learned something that usually at a master's level it's quite a lot and um, I could if I wanted mm-hmm. I could take this ahead and uh, oh, make wow. a more meaningful career out of yeah, it. Yeah. So we we spoke about this at length and that's when I decided that I wanted to do a PhD. So the transition was very gradual yeah. and um, along the way between the summer internship and my um, application to the university I also attended this workshop in uh, Utrecht University. Oh, before the PhD before application. Before the PhD application right. about like, I- introduction to eye tracking research. Oh, that's right. I so, remember. Yeah, yeah so it was went. very interesting there like how I met different people from different uh, fields working mm. with eye tracking. And that mm. kind of uh, gave me this outlook that if like eye tracking can be used in a million different ways that you can't even think about right now so it's actually um a very i would say objective and novel technique yeah it's up and coming it's up and coming and i feel like learning about it is going to be if nothing then it's it's just a great thing to learn yeah yeah i mean eventually i'll see how this goes but then for now i have
0: not regretted that decision yeah so so you really planned ahead because you also finished your master. you submitted your master's thesis like a semester earlier than yes, us. You yes. s- submitted it in December or January? December twenty eighteen. December yes. two thousand eighteen. Yes. And we um were scheduled, I guess, to graduate in June of twenty nineteen. Yes. So Saswati was actually yeah. Yeah. Um several so months ahead of us. I did finish it
1: earlier and I think the summer internship kind of eased things out for me because I had already started getting used to the data and
0: Oh, that's um, right. You got a head start on all yes. of us.
1: Yes. So that yeah. was quite nice. Yeah. And then um so yeah, that's when my so I was at the point where I could write my research proposal and kind of like figured out how I'm going to um, work on the three articles. So in our university, we have like two kinds of uh, thesis that we can write for Mm -hmm. our doctoral program. One is this this monograph and Mm -hmm. the other is an article-based dissertation. Mm -hmm. So monograph is like this whole long research that you write like from uh, page one to page hundred and you know.
0: That's what we wrote, right? Uh, Uh, Yeah, uh, sort of a long thesis.
1: Yes, Yes, exactly. But like article-based is where you have three different studies but these three different studies are published in uh, international journals so Mm -hmm. then you get your research gets a lot of exposure. Okay. So based on that then you can think about like further career in research. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I decided to do the article based one Yeah. and then my research plan was made accordingly and I have been very lucky with my supervisors and they have been like very very I would say they've been there throughout yeah and even now they're there so that's,
0: that's really important that's for the advisor important. that that's, relationship is so key exactly
1: and I've heard like I've heard so much about having different kinds of supervisors and yeah and styles of nightmares lucky. yeah Na- yeah nightmares <laughs> and this and stuff but I I, I just you feel got that, lucky yes I just yeah. feel that I've been lucky and I'm very very happy to have taken yeah. this opportunity to yeah like extend this and relationship
0: you, you totally deserve it because you really did like think it through ahead of time and you're very intentional about all the choices you made like the research you chose to do yeah and you did thorough research on on it all
1: that's true and and I've always been looking at something that is meaningful to me because so far I've, I've studied I've done so much but then I did not this is that one thing that I felt very close to and I was like, okay, if I feel close to it, I know I won't leave it. That's Right, yeah. So I wanted to like... Have a personal deeper.
0: meaning for yes. you. yeah, yes. yeah. Well, you have
1: three more years? Yes. Left, mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I plan, of course, it's again a plan. I don't know how it's going to work, but yeah. uh, I plan to graduate in 2000, spring of 2023 as of yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I know your life here is still not yet over. It's no. <laughs> you still have a ways to go but um looking back knowing what you know now yeah what advice would you give yourself to the Saswati that first came to Finland and I guess that like first year of that transition period
1: yeah I would like tell myself to be even more open to all sorts of experiences like today if you ask me to do something super like out of the box I would not hold myself back like as I was back then I for used instance, to be like for instance how do I say it uh in terms of traveling abroad or mm-hmm. you know in terms of like going to another city or country all alone like mm-hmm. I had lots of apprehensions but yeah now that I did it once I would do it yeah Yeah. i really don't mind yeah but like as far as um my profession is concerned and and things like that i may not be getting everything from this university so at this point of time like i'm also exploring opportunities of like studying courses Mm -hmm. and you know going for workshops which happen abroad which Mm -hmm. actually broadens my perspective Mm -hmm. so like I am a lot more comfortable talking to people and, you know, telling them about my interests and stuff like that. So my advice to myself would be to just... Carry on doing that yeah. and being a lot more open to like experiences. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, which and make me
1: uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, outside of your comfort yes. zone because that's when you grow. Yes, <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree on that. And I think that advice could also be for international people that mm-hmm. come to Finland: is yes. to to be open to the culture, even yeah. though. <laughs> maybe they're more reserved yeah. the people at least i guess just be understanding right yeah. like this is a different context you can't yeah. bring your own context yeah. into this situation because it Absolutely. is so completely different here stepping
1: into another person's shoe is very important as well that's like true. when someone asks you something very very random about your country yeah that's particularly because that person has no background about it and you also exactly. need to understand that like not everyone in europe actually gets the chance to visit like Asian countries exactly. easily considering how expensive tickets right. are and so on. Like yeah. you can't really expect them. But yeah,
0: you yeah. just have to be a global ambassador of, of your own, you know. And of and,
1: course, yeah, yes. Yeah. And I have started thinking about those things differently, and not and not really
0: kind of judging someone based on the kind of things they ask me, mm-hmm. based on your like, yeah. background, yes. and culture, yes. and things. I completely. Agree. Thank you so much, Sauce. I'm so Sauce. <laughs> That's yes. our nickname for Sauce <laughs> 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 Thank you so much Saswati for for letting us interview you and this thank was, you this was this actually was a huge
1: reflective session for me too like yes thinking about where I started and where I am now yes and I can see
0: two me's <laughs> two me's <laughs> and onward you go into the next three years <laughs> thank you all right Sas thank you again and thank you to our listeners and we'll see you next week bye